Okay, there we go. I didn't even get it on the. Y'all, you know what? I just be slipping up, man. <laughs> but listen, y'all, listen. I just be slipping up one day because I I gotta get my wife's voice recorded as I'm singing it. And you know, once I do that, you know, it'll it'll be a blast, a pleasure, you know. And I'll be able to cre- I'll be able to create a beat, you know. I'll be able to do that. So, oh man, I'm not even on the, the Facebook thing. I'm oh shoot. <laughs> Okay, so what's good, everybody? What's going on? Uh, you know, like I say, welcome to a fresh episode. Uh oh, oh, okay. Welcome to a fresh episode, and man, we gonna get into it today. We gonna get into it today. Uh, Cause we're coming at you live with another fresh episode. Yeah, y'all know how it go. We apply the word of God to this thing we call life, and leave you encouraged through the power oh, of His might. So if you're married or single, I just ready to mingle. Turn your speaker up, cause it's time to chop it up with TJ's 100% real talk. Hey. TJ's 100% real talk, cause we're coming at you live with another, another fresh, fresh episode. episode. Yeah, y'all know how it go. We apply the word of God to this thing we call life and leave you encouraged through the power of His might. So if you're married or single, I just ready to mingle. Turn your speaker up, cause it's time to chop it up with TJ's 100% real talk. So what's good everybody, man? Like I say, welcome to a fresh episode. And we kicking it off today. Um, of course, um, of course, I, you know, I got to give out the information about uh, the kidneys. So you already know if you guys are watching this or watching a future episode and you would like to know more information on how you can donate a kidney as everybody know i do deal with chronic kidney disease and if you would like to uh be a kidney donor you can go to houstonmethodist.org o-r-g and it has on there if you go to i'm trying to pull it up real quick there go there go if you go to houstonmethodist.org and go to uh, the transplant portion of the site and when you get to the transplant portion of the site it'll ask you is it liver or if it's kidney i need you to make sure you select kidney (laughs) (laughs) oh my god now listen no my friend (laughs) when you go to the website uh i believe it's under services and specialties yeah. Yes, and then it is transplant. Click on transplant, as I said, and then go to scroll down. Um, on the right hand side, you can click on kidney transplant to kind of skip, and it'll take you to that portion of the site as well. Ask you if you want to be a living donor. You can see the information on that, um, how to find out information on that, what all that means, what all it entails. Um, and then you can click on the right hand side that says for living donors scroll down that's going to take you to another page uh become a living donor on the right hand side or you can select a living donor kidney that'll take you to the next page and then click become a living donor learn more uh, and you will fill out a short survey if you want to uh um, see if you are a match or not if you are able to be a donor you'll fill out a sh- short survey and it'll tell you uh 
what the the requirements are after you go through um the questionnaire if you are able to or not and if you are not it will tell you <laughs> right then and there i think it's like 10 questions um it'll tell you right then and there if you are uh, a candidate to be a living donor or not and then uh if you are then you will proceed to the next portion but they are going to ask you to put his information in um so you do have to put timothy ups in there um to say who it is that you are search are trying to be a match for mm-hmm. so thank you dear Joel. and so uh also also i would like to share this um you know uh so our ministry has has um finally uh, we have an app now, and it's called the the A P I. That let me stick. Oh, let me do the announcements. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll do the announcements. A P L I C. Come on. Come on. He he getting it. So A P L I C. Um, Ambassadors for Christ. No, sir. No, no, no. APLIC. You got to say it how so they can find it. Yeah, so it's APLIC United Fellowship. That's how you, yeah. So basically, you find it, and when you look for it, it'll be in, if you have Google Play, it's in Google Play, or you can look it up in on the Apple Store. And it'll look like this. So it have you know, all these features and everything that you can look at. And tune in. You can know when we're doing stuff. You can keep updated on Bible studies and everything like that. And looking up uh, everything with the ministry we're a part of. If you would just like to know what we're doing and everything like that, it'll be on that app. And uh, so that app is wonderful. Hello to everyone. Gwen's Lifestyle. Um, Auntie. Uh, Yanina's Life Journey. Hello to everyone. Uh, so I just wanted to advertise that. That if you want to look it up, man, look it up. We have uh, Discover Ministries News. We have messages on that that you can look at. Events. Uh, if you need a prayer request to put on there, you can put it on there. But if you want to download this app, we have it. And it is in the App Store, Google Play. And it is in Apple iTunes. Look us up. So, uh, um, so okay. So, now we're getting into this episode. So, this episode here, uh, of course, I entitled it About God's Grace. And um, I really wanted to, I know we were supposed to talk about the different types of Christians that are out there, but, um, you know, what I learned in over the times of, you know, just, you know, really studying God's word and everything, there's a reason uh, why some, some, you know, why there's different types of, of Christians out there. And of course, God's grace uh, allow us to have free will. But, uh, you know, some people are following God like they're supposed to. And some people are just, you know, going to church and just say, hey, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to learn what I can. And then just, I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. But God's grace, you know, um, God's grace does not approve us to sin. But God's grace allows us to come to the throne with his mercy to to allow us to repent can i say that so god's uh-huh. grace allows us to come to to the throne to repent and also god's grace allows people to open up with their problems or issues or 
or with with like Paul did when he opened up about his thorns and he opened opened up about his thorns to Jesus. And so it allows us to freely open up about what we're going through and then God's grace covers us and then we're able to put that out there and give it over to to Jesus and then his grace covers us by his blood or what what he shed on the cross. And so uh, for the, the the first part I want to get into is um, how us as believers, how can we show God's grace towards each other as, 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 as towards another believer? And then you know what I also want to get into is you know to actually get in to to actually talk about how God's grace does not. Um, God's grace does not, you know, signify or just say that, hey, it's okay to get out there and sin. That's not what his grace is for. And so we want to get into these things to kind of, you know, uh, look at it because um, I know I do. I do a lot of TikTok videos and everything. And sometimes I, I, I you know, I see uh, things and, I, you know, I hear people out on the streets and everything. But when I was out, you know, doing uh, evangelism with, you know, my pastor and everything with the church and everything, these people are out there and these people are in need and they see that they're in need. And so, uh, hey, Sarah, and um, these people are in need. And when they're in need, we got out, we got out there and outreached all last month. And if I was to go out and... You know, and 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 I'm I'm not saying you know if I was to go out like the Pharisees, okay, I'm put it like that, or go out like the Sadducees, and judge them, and then look at them as them being beneath me, then I would not be able to show the love of Christ, uh, as to be able to say, hey, you know, uh, you know, God is, um, God is, you know, you know, God is here, He's waiting for you. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't be able to speak the love that God has for his people. And so, uh, it's kind of hard doing that when you say, you know, when we, when we go out and, you know, or if, if we say too, too many of, of, of harsh things. Now we, when we give the word of God, we have to give the word of God because the word of God is the sword, right? And so the word of God is the sword, but we also have to give love with the sword because remember the sword is a double-edged sword. The word is a, is a double-edged sword. So while somebody's being cut, you know, it can cut you too. And, but we have to, us as believers have to go out when we are witnessing to someone or when we are um, listening to someone's struggles, we have to make sure that, you know what? I have to remember, I came from a place where they were in. You know, I came from a place, uh, it may not have been the exact same thing, but I came from a place of something similar, you know? And I used to go through that, I used to, and some people would, would you know, be, be, be ready to say, hey man, you know, I need help. And so, we have to, us as believers, or us who have it together, when we go and meet these people, when we go out and do these things, <clears throat> we have to make sure that we are able to tell them, even that's what Jesus told Paul. 
that Jesus said that his grace is sufficient enough that he is made strong uh, in your weakness. And that is uh, that is second Corinthians chapter 12 verse four. No, actually, that's verse nine. So, you know, we have to understand that we have to make sure that we get that. And I know sometimes, man, we want to go out there and say, hey, man, you did this. You did this. What you're doing is wrong. You got to repent, repent. And that's OK. When you get out there, and you do that do that. But make sure that they understand that the reasoning you telling them to repent, because that is a way of showing grace, because because that grace is there that you're able to repent and ask God for forgiveness of your sins. And God wants you to come unto him because he loves you. And he's waiting for you to give up what you want to do, give up how the way you want to live your life because you were bought at a price when Jesus died. And, you know, you know, I want you to give up everything that you would desire to do and, and give it up to me and then live by God's purpose or what I have planned for your life. And so, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I kind of look at things and sometimes, man, us as believers, Sometimes we can be too straightforward. <laughs> uh, sometimes we can be so straightforward to where sometimes we can mix our emotions and everything up with, you know, uh, 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 with with how we feel instead of just putting out the word of God and just saying, okay, well, what is God going to say to this person? What is God going to say? I can't go off what I feel because the way I feel, that's just my own opinion. But if I go off of what the word of God is saying and truly go off what the Holy Spirit is saying, then that is true. Um, but dear, I'm, I'm going to ask you something. What is an example, or you can give an example or not, of how can we as believers uh, show grace without agreeing with their sin? So like, how can we show grace without agreeing with their sin and, and what they're doing not to say hey man i support you but i'm going to show grace i know that's a good <laughs> <laughs> probably most well it, it depends on the situation um i was about to say probably the most common one would be when uh uh when your child or somebody you know or if it's somebody especially if it's somebody in the church or something well it ain't got to be just especially them but your child or something that you know that um that they that they're expecting a child and they're not married mm -hmm. um that probably i think that's the first one come out the dome to think of but um yes you know you're you're happy or you know you know congratulations or whatever but even though you wish it could have happened when they were actually in the covenant when they were in the married relationship right um but yet you'll still be like okay you know you're still uh uh show love you still support you still pray for them you still um especially if it's if it's your child you'll still you know help out when you, how you can when you can um um but so you don't you don't turn them away you don't push them off 
you extend the love that Christ would extend. Okay, yes, I forgive you. Now, let's you let's keep moving. Right. Uh, you know, let's don't don't get stuck in in the place of um of what the sin was or is that it keeps you from helping them change or it keeps you from uh helping them get out of the rut because they might even feel bad about it you just never know right um you can't you have to try to think of another example there at the same time um but those, I mean, those are, I guess, your 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 typical, or even uh, yeah, that'll be my main point. <laughs> well, I probably think of that you can just say that, yeah, you're gonna have to, you're gonna want to show love, still help and support, even though you might not agree with what happened or how it happened, um, but still to extend that love and support is the same that God would do, because He's not gonna turn you away just because you messed up. No. Um, unless you just completely like, you know, you just refuse that. Okay. Yeah. He gonna do whatever, you know, going on there. You ain't trying to fool me. I try to fool with you. Right, right, right. But right. it's not <laughs> just so exactly. many words, but yeah, it's, it's, you, 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 you can't, um, you can support somebody without agreeing with what they're doing. Okay. Um, to an extent, um, you can show love, uh, help out how you can when you can, as I was saying. Um, but, but explain support. Because even though there is a scripture in the Bible to where it explains that you, you that uh, I, believe, I believe it's in Romans to where you, you can't agree or, you know, kind of support what they're doing. Because if it is, then you in the same boat that they're in. Support, in other words, of helping meet a need. Meet a need, okay. And helping of meeting a need. Not um, Not supporting what they're doing in sin, but supporting... Or in support of even, okay, even if it's through advice. um, Even if it's it's through, um, I mean, even if if it's financial, whatever the case may be, um, that will help them to get better. Or help the situation better. Make it better than than to be pounding on or hounding on them because they did something that was that you didn't agree with, right. or that they sinned or whatever. And since we have to remember that the Bible says that we all sin and, and come short of the glory, all of us that did. we always sin, just be, that we all sin, whether it's a lie or whether it's something that we didn't do that God told us to do, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. So we can't. We have to remember that we can't just because okay, I lied and. Uh, such and such had a baby, or has a baby on the way. That don't make me no better than that person. Right, it's and sin. It's sin. To, no yeah, sin, sin is greater than the other. Yeah. yeah. So we have to to remember that. Okay, when we're going to support, when we're going to help, um, when we're going to assist in whatever ways we can, um, for to help somebody. That as long as it's helping to make the situation better, or to help them to even see that there's another way out, or there's a different. That, right. that things could have been different or whatever the case may be it's gonna be based off of whatever scenario or whatever the issue is but we just can't we can't if we're especially when we're in a position um what the bible also says that if you see your brother taking over in a fault ye who are spiritual uh help restore him mm-hmm. so that's what your support and consider 
and could consider yourself as you just that you could have failed to yourself yeah so that's the that's the whole thing of supporting it's <laughs> to help you're helping restore mm-hmm. you're helping lift them up you're helping uh build them up you're helping them um be better do better think better right you know you're not just comment i'm sorry i got was reading it says the best example is when jesus went to matthew house before he was a disciple he said at his per- he sat at his person table and told stories of relationship with god oh at matthew's okay matthew's how you because i remember they, they they did not like matthew at all man <laughs> <laughs> Because he was the tax collector and he worked for the Roman government, so they they did not appreciate that dude at all. Um, but uh, but that is right. Uh, that's that's right. And that, and 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 the thing is, it's it's like this, man. We have to remember the 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 same way you judge somebody is going to be given back unto you. And Matthew was the testament. Yeah, he sat at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got you. We got you. And so that we was, have to, <laughs> I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. It was just the I don't know if you maybe used the speak to text thing or something or just auto correct it through me just so that I was trying <laughs> to make sure I was reading it correctly. <laughs> but no, so uh but no, it's we have to remember and, and this is people deal with life. And, and and this is on the, the and now I'm not talking about those who just wallow in their ways because there are a lot of people today that just say, hey, I want to live the way I want to live. I want to do what I want to do and I want to make myself happy. Well, that's selfish, prideful, and you just out of line. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me. And so... You know, and even watch this. The thing about that is God's grace extends to them, too. But what we have to understand as believers, though, those who did accept Christ, uh, when when we accept Christ into our life, look at Peter. Peter denied Jesus three times, yo. And he still, when Jesus rose from the grave, he still spread the gospel of Jesus Christ in the book of Acts him and John did and uh, he later wrote books and so this is what I'm saying God's grace extended to Peter as a matter of fact he was the one that sliced the Romans uh, soldier ear off and Jesus was like hold on Peter we ain't acting like that He, he was still thugging Peter was still thugging but the thing is is that but the thing is is that you know Jesus grace extended and even though G, uh, uh, you know peter felt like crap man he felt like crap after he denied jesus three times he was he was crying all this other stuff and everything like that and he felt bad but then jesus still came back and showed him love and so the thing is and but watch this peter did not stay in that place and he had you know people around him to help him get out of that place and this is another thing this this is why it's good for us not to be by ourselves or to be alone because sometimes the enemy will play tricks on us and that's what we actually we're studying in bible study about spiritual warfare 
but the enemy will play tricks on us and act like God's grace is not sufficient enough when it is. And if God's grace was sufficient enough for Paul on the road to Damascus, when Paul was out there killing Christians and then he turned around and was one of the, the greatest apostles in the New Testament, you know, uh, 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 in, in, you know, in the book of Acts, you know, and writing to the churches, you know, if God can do that for him, then, why, you know, and watch this, even after that, he was still dealing with some things because the enemy was reminding him of a, of a thorn in his flesh. It was given to him. It said uh, to uh, buffet him, let it buffet him, you know. So it's just it's, it was a reminder like, dude, no, you still dealing with this in your flesh. But at the same time, you know, Jesus was saying, no, my grace is sufficient enough. So what does that mean? Does it mean that it's it's okay for him to go out and still superiorly sin? Like, no, it's okay. But no, he understands that, hey, I'm dealing with this. But Jesus is saying, no, my grace is sufficient enough. I know where your heart is. And that's what us as Christians, where we forget it's all about where our heart is. Um, I, I, want my, I wanted my wife to kind of share one of the stories that she kind of, uh, ran into on the on the women's event that she went to last Sunday because the testimonies were very powerful, and um, yeah, and uh, you know because it's you never know what somebody been through, and sometimes we jump to conclusions or we jump to things without hearing the whole thing, and and then what we do is we forget the grace that God has put on us, and then we just straight up go into a judgmental mode. And just say, I'm going to just judge her all the way through. Hmm. Now, the thing is, yes, the Bible does d doesn't say that judging is just straight wrong. But you have to understand it's the measure of it. Like, you know, that's why Jesus explained it. That how can you uh, say something about the, 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 the small... Uh, what is it? The small spine or the small... Uh, speck. Speck in the person's eye when you have a log in your own eye. So what Jesus was saying there is that, bro, he was telling the fact, and these are Pharisees, these are people who were studying the word, you know, he was telling them, bro, you're not, your measurement is off. Think about what Jesus is saying. You're not giving the same, you, you're not giving the measure of judgment that you would give as, you know, as, as you would do yourself. So what you're trying to do is you, you're trying to, you know, judge them, but you got something going on with you. And so it's like, no, man, you have to make sure that you expand God's grace and make sure that when you do or when we do, when we do, when we all do, because all of us are saved, but when we all judge and, and make sure we criticize and, and do all that, we have to make sure that, um, I'm sorry, y'all, that's my fault, but we have to make sure that we all understand that God's grace is for everyone, that it's for, it's for all people. And we have to make sure that we extend that grace with our judgment. Now we're gonna make judgment calls, right? We're gonna, we're gonna make judgment calls no matter what, but we have to have that grace with that call. So that way when we have that grace, we'll truthfully know the Holy Spirit will speak to us and say, okay, say this to that person or say this to that person or say this to that person. Um, you know, can you share one of those stories real quick? I mean, I just want to cause. Um, so what he is speaking of, I went to a, um, women's conference last Saturday. Um, it was called fight like a girl. 
and what it is is uh <coughs> pleasant hill uh church uh, under the leadership of Pastor Gene Johnson and his wife, Lady Gail Johnson, um, they do a Fight Like a Girl uh, conference every women's conference every year. She does, and it's big. They even I don't know if you watch the news. They even got a couple of news segments that they were able to be on to advertise it. And what it is is a community outreach event that they reach out to uh, ladies that are uh, part of shelters. Um, a lot of the shelters that they're connected with, their uh, domestic violence shelters or whatever. So um, they had this huge conference. I think it was like four or five shelters there. Plus anybody could come that wanted to come. Um, they had different uh, speakers there. They had different sessions, different classes, like one how to talking about self-care, one about businesses. Uh, those who to connect with a bit with. Uh, I don't know if anybody has heard of her, but her name is uh, author Tiffany McIntosh. Um, with six figure chicks um she she spoke on did a little quick business class um things the connections you need the things the their basis to start off with with businesses so they had this um this huge conference and they had different women sharing their testimonies about um different things that they overcame um like one was talking about how she was in a narcissist relationship um also um there was um sorry i don't know why that notification popped up um also but there was this one lady that stood out the most her testimony stood out the most not to say hers is greater than any other one but she um was explaining her journey she's a human trafficking advocate uh she's a she goes around speaking about human trafficking to give information about what it is and tell her testimony um at the she said she was um at the age of seven she had went to she was at her grandmother's house went across the street church was having a carnival um the pastor decided he said okay y'all can come to the carnival it's free but uh he wanted to tell them about jesus first so she was so excited um she got that uh she wanted to that she was so you had a desire thirst to learn more about christ so she ran back home to her grandmother's house and uh she asked jesus to come into her life she wanted to be saved she got saved um so she got the feeling so she was just you know uh you know new a new babe and she was excited well, she grew up, got a little older at the age of 14. She got promiscuous. She started having uh, sex. Um, but what that came from was because at the age of seven, not too shortly after she accepted Christ into her life, um, she started getting raped. Um, so people who might just hear about the 14, what she was doing at 14, that, man, why she having sex at 14? Well, because it stemmed from her getting raped. She was getting raped by a family friend constantly um every friday night she said um she was getting raped every time they had a gathering at their house every friday he would say that he she's trying to go to sleep and he'll sleep in her room when he's supposed to be going to the bathroom um and nobody paid attention nobody even knew what he was doing nobody paid attention to the pattern um of what was going on plus they were always drinking and smoking or whatever um but he went in her room and he constantly raped her every friday um and she was seven and because of all of that and the turmoil then he was he raped her as long as he was a family friend um so how many years i don't know she didn't um say but they end up having a falling out and that was when the rape part of it stopped but she had already started acting out because she didn't know how to deal with what she went through so at 14 she got uh she was promiscuous start having sex she had her her actually before 14 um but she had her first child at the age of 14 she got pregnant had her first son at 14 
um, then she turned around and had her second son, uh, her second child at the age of 16. Um, and then at the age of 16, so she's still, you know, doing all this. She's she's hurt. She's full of hurt and pain and all of this, the things that she had to go through and deal with. Um, then here comes this guy that, you know, that the, the, the spoke the right things in the ear that she wanted to hear, that she was pretty, that she was, you know, worthy and all this stuff, and that uh, uh, that he loved her and, and this and that, and he wanted to take care of her. Well, not knowing what he was, he ended up being a pimp. And he ended up taking, basically putting her into, into he pimped her out. Um, she was 16, so she got human trafficking. That she got, she had to, uh, he he took all of her identification and stuff. And and that you couldn't, uh, 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 that she, she couldn't, you know, he took care of her. Yeah. And because he took care of her in a way he started what he did was took care of her family so her mom and her grandma whoever else was in the house that she was living with he took care of them by showering them with material things but yet he was he was trafficking her he was having her go to these uh to have set up with with sex and all this stuff at hotels um she was getting pimped out she was she was telling different stories that one time she went to a hotel it was three dudes waiting in the room for her um and she had to she had to do what she had to do or else she would have got killed basically um um and that she had to live up to it she had to perform meaning perform up to it um she had to to keep going as otherwise either those dudes would have killed her or the the pimp would have killed her or she would have got beat or something if she didn't do what she was supposed to do so um that was one incident she also told another uh situation of when she uh, was a little bit older I think at uh, 17 or 18 when she was a little bit older uh, they he set her up for some she got ran on a ran train on at a uh, uh, at a party um, that these guys um, they started she they made her stand up on the table and she had to dance they started beating her with pool sticks over all over the place start beating her and was was laughing and smell and, and drinking and stuff and and they were made a bet to see who I mean how long she would last who could knock her out out the table first and she lasted a pretty long time or whatever but then she ended up um the one guy broke a, a pool table uh I mean not pool table excuse me a pool stick over her head um and she was still up and then eventually uh she ended up uh falling out she did end up passing out but she said she could still hear um she wasn't able to to see because the all the beatings you know stuff her eyes and stuff got swollen or whatever she was bruised up but uh she was able to to still hear and she heard the dude say um they were talking amongst each other say man she beat up too bad y'all got uh y'all gotta kill somebody gotta kill her you gotta kill her you gotta kill her uh but the one guy said he said i can't i'm not gonna do that so he wrapped her up in a in a sheet and i wish i really could have just been there to hear this but she wrapped her, he wrapped her up in a sheet and took her to this hospital and threw her on the back uh dock she was there for i think she said three hours if i'm not mistaken and then a maintenance worker found her there and got uh nurses to help her she said when she was in the hospital that they asked her one time and one time only how did you get here what happened and because she wouldn't talk because she was so afraid she was scared she didn't want to say nothing she knew what the situation was she didn't say anything she said after they didn't ask after they asked her that first time they didn't ask her anymore uh so she, nobody knew what happened to her 
the real reason why she was there some of them she said she heard them talking like oh here she go this is the life that they chose this is the life that she chose well it wasn't the life that she chose <laughs> she got pulled into that she got coerced into that she she didn't know because of her story and what happened to her when she was when she was seven how she started getting raped so she didn't know anything different she didn't know um and she said that all she can remember is that she as a matter of fact the pimp came and picked her up from the hospital he had all of her ID and her identification and, and stuff on her to prove who she is. He had all of that. She couldn't have it. He kept it. Um, and he he got her out of the hospital. He checked her out and took her back and went right back into into what uh, into the pit because she couldn't get out of it. So she said she um, remember thinking to herself while she was sitting there that either he's going to kill her or somebody else is going to kill her. So she says she got a hold of went off the street got a gun from somebody and um uh she when the opportunity came when they were back at his place or wherever the case was when they were back there when the opportunity came she shot him dead in the head and she said she watched him die she watched him lay there and die um and she didn't care because of all that she went through and all she knew was that all she could say was that she was alive um and she got sentenced to jail she did she got she turned herself in um she got sentenced uh to life in prison uh actually for her natural life she said is the way that it was worded that she was sentenced for her natural life but god extended his grace god gave us grace she said a prison ministry came um and she was in one of the the services of, of a prison ministry that came they were worshiping god and she uh she cried out to god she had that feeling that she had when she first accepted christ at the age of seven and that she remember she ran back to her cell and all she could do was just cry out and weep before god asking for forgiveness they could say god save me god help me god god uh protect me god you know god make me over again and all of this and that she cried out and released all of her pain and then she said all that she can remember is that same feeling that she had when she first accepted christ and that she remembered at that moment that again that she was safe um that she that that she she felt loved then she felt uh protection she because she was crying out to god and she surrendered her life that she was eight after 17 years 17 years in jail that god moved she got her degrees uh while she was in jail she was advocating she was speaking to other she was helping other women and after 17 years uh they released her that she got god extended the grace had god's grace move in those court systems and in the the justice system and allowed her to be freed she was freed after 17 years so that was that was a uh that's an example of grace um that god's grace that even though yes she bloody killed this dude but because she humbly turned around and submitted cried out to god and said god i need you he healed her from her brokenness and all of this 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 stuff i mean it was just powerful in there uh, <laughs> and the, the the now that she's going around advocating and and uh um, speaking to women trying to help to see what she can do to help um other people i mean other other people because she was talking about guys get guys get trafficked too excuse me they get caught up in human trafficking too it's not just about women um but she uh was able to uh god's grace got extended to her and mm -hmm. she was able to tell her testimony just looking at her you wouldn't even know yeah you that's... wouldn't have known her story if she didn't say anything 
and and that's the thing too and and even though what uh, part of her history before she even killed the guy or what she had to deal with mm-hmm. and that's the thing like i'm saying like us as believers we would say man you know how this person get in that or how that person get in that and i i believe that's the wrong question to ask you know you know because everybody's life is different and so the question that we have to ask is are you ready to give that up and give your heart over to Christ? Are you ready for a change? Yep, and that's what she Are had to ready? do in order for ready? a change to happen. Was Are you she ready had for to, a change? She had to give it up. She you had to give, give up all up. the hurt and the pain and all, and and the trauma that she went through. Um, I'm sure probably some of it still might affect her today. I don't know. Uh, but just to hear her tell her story. And to have to almost kind of relive it, you can still see some of the effects yeah. just by telling the story. But yet she's delivered. She turned around and was praying for folks in there. She was mm-hmm. turned around uh, 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 praying for healing and, and helping other women get set free um, all because of what she went through. All because of what she went And because through. of what she went through, she was able to be received. That's why the God, the word of it God became says that, a testimony. That, right, that we overcome by the words of our testimony. So don't hide your testimony when you go through things because that's helping somebody else. So people were those women that were in there, knowing that she was in a rough situation, as bad as that was. Um, those other women, there was probably some other women in there just like that. Mm-hmm. It was probably some that's almost like that or whatever, but they were able to be vulnerable. They were right. able to just open up and just you know okay god help me make me over again god touch me heal me uh and all of that his his, he extended his grace to so many in there and just hear that was was amazing and i mean and and i and i want to say this too because you know god's grace is a part of correction okay uh and i know that we don't like correction we don't like the rod Mm-hmm. But David himself said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. What does that mean? What is a rod? What What is a rod? Well, a, a rod is that th- 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 discipline, you know? And, uh, a- exactly. Uh, but, you know, a rod is discipline. And we have to understand that that is a part of his grace because it teaches us. It gives us instruction. And so I know in, 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 um, uh, in today's world, in today's world, people don't like instruction. They don't like to be disciplined. They don't like to be told what you're doing is 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 not of God. What you're doing is selfish. You know, they don't want to be called out. And this is the thing, too. People don't want to be called out what they're doing because I was nine times out of ten. They know what they're doing is something right about it. But instead, they live in it and they accept it because, hey, man, you know, this is just me. But sometimes they do know that, hey, man, you know, what I'm doing is not right. And I know it's just like this this other lady there, (laughs) this other lady. there, And I can't remember her full testimony, but she was saying how she married a narcissist. And um, that was it was her choice. Mm -hmm. Um. She didn't, of course, she didn't recognize it completely. Um, there were some signs she said before that they got married, but it was like, okay, you know, like whatever. She still married him anyway, and then she really got to see who he was after she got after they got married. Um, and it was still kind of fresh 
or what not too long ago when she was talking about it but now they're divorced um but she was saying how just because of her disobedience her because of not listening her because of a choice that she made because she wanted to be married so bad Mm. that you know it, it she was she was in that place but yet again even though she made that 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 decision even though she was uh um uh disobedient as far as marrying him knowing that she shouldn't have married him but she was so caught up in the in the fixation of being married that he uh that she ended up getting divorced she went through all of this emotional um uh hurt and turmoil with him and all of that but they ended up getting divorced but now she's you know can say that she's she's better now that god's grace was extended to her because and then some people say well uh god doesn't like divorce true and as she said it too but god wasn't in that <laughs> so because god wasn't in her marriage and god didn't have didn't say for her to marry him yet she did it on her own that that she does that she didn't disappoint god no she didn't because she was in something that he wouldn't tell her to get in and but he extended his grace and allowed her to get out of it so we have to remember that the things that we face the things that we go through the things that other people go through that we have to remember to extend that same grace as jesus as as god would like they used to say the bracelets we used to wear wwjd what would jesus do because if we don't extend we have to remember as his word said and we mentioned earlier that think about it because you could be in that situation or you might have been in a similar situation or what situation were you in when god had to extend his grace to you so we have to be able to extend it to somebody else we have to be able to give it to somebody else we have to be able to be uh uh wise enough to understand and to know is okay so you have to be wise enough to to know you know when is when is that time to do that when when to do that how to help when you can help um because we have to remember we could have we could have been in that same situation or we we're not too far we've had a situation where god had to extend his grace to us oh my god <laughs> man i mean god extended his grace for us so much to where i, I i'm just thankful you know, I'm I'm thankful he he extended his grace because we most definitely don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm thankful. But what God is teaching me because I, I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and confess. You know, I used to be one of those guys to where you know I used to be one of those guys to where I was really harsh on on people, and I was harsh on people about you know you know doing things and everything like that but the way i would come at people would be wrong and um i wouldn't come with no grace i would just come with the word so i would come slicing and dicing but i wouldn't come with grace and so you know god is teaching me and that's why i say you know going out evangelizing is the best thing that 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 ever happened for me because it taught me to come with grace with the word too so come with the word but come with grace with the word because god came grace to me you know when i was in my wrongdoings and when i was doing what i was doing and when i was addicted to certain things and you know pornography and all that stuff like that god extended this grace to me and he actually delivered me from that and so 
um, you know, I, it's like, okay, TJ, the same grace that I extended to you, you have to extend it to people. So even though they will, they might be dealing with something, they might be dealing with drugs, they might be sexually active outside of marriage, uh, they might be listening to uh, music that's, that's, uh, <laughs> they might but be listening. <laughs> you know, no, I wasn't all loose a while, but I was, it don't matter, I was still doing stuff that I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know? I mean, dude, um, <laughs> They might be listening to, you know, music that's, you know, that has, you know, because I, I used to be, li I used to listen to music that had sexual gestures and demonic things in it. And so you got to remember, like, dude, you came from that place, too. So you came from that place. You have to extend that same grace to others and just let them know, hey, well, you know, you might not want to, you know, listen to that. You might not want to, you know, you might want to check this out, you know, uh. Uh, or st instead of just coming at people because i know uh, like like and, I, and i'm talking about for believers on believers not believers to sinners because you know to sinners the only thing we should be preaching to sinners is you need to come to jesus if you haven't accepted jesus into your life as lord and savior then you need to come to jesus but you know us as believers you know, um, you know, we accept Jesus into our life as our Lord and Savior, and at that point, we give our heart over to Him. Sometimes, in the midst of our relationship, sometimes we slack. Sometimes we relieve. We make mistakes. We we do things that's not according to God's will. Why? Because we're still on earth, living in the flesh. But God's grace allows us to be able to live and allows us to ask for forgiveness every day and allows us to uh, move closer and closer to God. And so sometimes, and I'm, I will say this too, sometimes we, we can get so close to God that God has to remind us, wait a minute, you know, I'm, I'm remind you what you know what I'm saying, or, 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 or I'm gonna allow the enemy to make sure that this thorn is here to make hey, hey, you, you still need to be worked on because sometimes we can get so close to God to where sometimes pride can set in mm -hmm. because of our flesh. Pride can set in and arrogance, yeah, people say they holier than and, thou, yeah, you uh, know, when, yeah, when, when you describe somebody as being holier than thou, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it know. does and and sometimes they don't realize that they're messing things up more than they're helping you know and so what god is teaching me and like i said i, I get this to y'all this is tj's 100 real talk and this is what god has taught me to be even through his teachings he's taught me to be more humble through his teachings he, he's taught me to when i make a judgment on someone make sure i make that judgment and deal it with grace Make sure I give grace with that judgment. Don't just make a judgment call and just say, okay, you deserve to this and that and this and that because you're supposed to be a Christian and you ain't doing it. You know? No, it's it's like, okay, what's going on there? Identify what spirit that they're dealing with. Identify what's going on in their life. Identify um, what spirit is, is messing with them. What is struggling within, within the flesh? And then watch this, just like my wife just said, ye who are spiritual, if we see our brother overtaken, you know what overtaken means? It means that they're struggling. It means that they are struggling in what they're dealing with. So if they are overtaken, us who are in a spiritual place at that time, because one moment my wife might be in a spiritual place and I might be overtaken in something. Vice versa, she might, I might be in a spiritual place, 
And then she might be overtaking in something. But I'm Why supposed you hit to. Me, y'all? <laughs> I'm sorry. <I'm> just... <laughs> but no, uh, but we are supposed to lift each other up. Yeah. And th- you know, that's real talk, man. Because that that you know what? And I and this is not a, this not supposed to be about married couple, but I'm just saying that's how <laughs> you really that, just get that. strengthened in your marriage. Because you continue to uh, cover each other with God's grace and then watch this when you tell them uh, dear that's not nice you can't say that or do these things you, you have to <laughs> but no seriously no but no <laughs> but no like you have to say man look man you know you, you maybe you gotta change that or change this you can't say it that way or you can't have that attitude like one time and I will say this uh, I, I said something. We was on a prayer call. I said something, and uh, when I spoke, you know, my pastor, my leader, ended up speaking. And because my flesh got in the way, I received what he said in the wrong manner. And my wife was like, "Babe," at that point, I was at fault. I was overtaken by my feelings and emotions. And because of that, my wife was like, "Wait a minute, that's not what he was saying. Look." Check the words of what he was using and listen to what he was saying. He was saying yada, 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 yada. And so I was like, okay, wait, let me think about this. And later on, I had to ask God for forgiveness. I asked God, Lord, please forgive me for getting into my emotions. Because sometimes us as believers, we, when somebody is saying something, they're not saying it to be against you or at you, but they're just saying to continue to help and encourage you. And so I took that as an offense and tried to defend, but it was no need to. So that right there was letting me know that my flesh was really trying to get in the way. And so, you know, the the thing that I learned is, is that, man, I have to uh, listen and, you know, listen, be more attentive to what people are saying and then identify. That's why we're talking about that in Bible study about having a discerning spirit. And we have to have, that's all, you know what? Having a discerning spirit is part of grace. Yes. It's part of grace because it also helps you to understand where a person is coming from mm-hmm. and not to go out and say, man, I'm gonna straight up go off on you. No, you come gonna, on. That, you that's get... extending grace. Yes, <laughs> yes, Lord. That's extending grace. That'll be, you know. <laughs> it, 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 well, it, you it, can it. when you can extend grace, not to go off on somebody. <laughs> when you can extend grace, not to lose your tongue not and to cut lose them your out. When you can tongue. extend grace and not make it, you know, you can. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. And I mean it's it's like that. And so we have to understand where a person is coming from and you need his life journey to say sometimes we have to we have we have different views because it's different experiences. Um that's divine intervention, yes ma'am. But um but we, we have that because we have different experiences, but watch this, we have to expect we have to respect the experience. Now, we're not talking about opinionated discussions. We're talking about experience. I like that though. Respect the experience. Yes, you have to respect the experience <laughs> yeah. because it, when you respect the experience, that allows you to receive grace from the Holy Spirit in what to say to that person 
instead of going in a judgmental route. Now, because we are human beings, we are going to judge. We're going to judge. We're going to judge whether we like it or not. We're going to judge. But we have to have grace with that judge. We have That's what we have to do. So am I saying that we can't call out nobody? No, I'm not saying that. If you're going to call out somebody, call them out, but call them out with grace. You know, um, that's what we have to understand. Like, I know um, we also have to have grace on our leaders. I know that's a yeah, hard yeah, one. Grace, whatever. Yeah. But you have to, you have to, and, I, and I'm saying leaders because, you know, we were already talking about people. Oh, uh, we mentioned that leaders, last time that, we, we that people, people expect grace from the pulpit but they won't give grace, grace to, to the, the pulpit to the pulpit because they forget that them your leaders are humans too yeah. they forget that you go that they go through things too um but even and and that's even when you were talking about um that you're just telling them oh you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong but you're not helping them you're not explaining to them why to them why that's the same thing we do with our children yeah that when you tell your child okay you know don't do this or or why did you do this or they did something that you know is causing you to fuss but are you just fussing or are you helping are you helping are you fussing and trying to tell them what they did wrong <coughs> mm -hmm. and and help them to see why are you explaining the why i'm i'll just finish taking a class um a training class at work um for our trainers for those of us that are trainers to be uh certified trainers we took a, a class and that was the, one of the things was that when you deal with adults that they said in the thing that you sometimes you have to explain the why mm -hmm. because otherwise they're gonna be like what what's the point or right. not get it exactly you, it don't make it click if you don't explain the why and that's you have to whether it's an adult even though they were more so saying about adults because of what we do but even with kids if you don't explain the why to a person they're not hearing you they're not gonna receive what you're saying because you didn't explain the what's what's the reason behind it right so if you don't do that then yeah you see you setting them up for failure because for failure. you're not helping them you're not ex you, you're, you're not seeing what they're doing yeah. and then you give a scripture and tell you're them what you're judging, doing but you're not helping yeah what you're doing is a sin and we get that okay we you you told them what they do in the sin but tell them how to get out right give them a way out you know um we did we did not have the ability to even ask why <laughs> And and that's the the thing. It's like you know you have to give them because I, I mean I know I, I understand. You know we we get in, we get into a place to where we just like you did this. That's shame on you. And you I'm a com you, you just gonna receive this conviction. Oh, even with know. us, wait, even with our spouses in relationships. It ain't even just spouses. Even in relationships. <clears throat> If you don't explain the why behind things, oh man, it, that's gonna cause so much confusion, brothers, so much division, brothers, so much unnecessary drama, so many arguments that wouldn't even need to be if you would man. just explain why, if you would say why. Man, that's why so, we gotta like, open up. So, like, say for example, yeah, me too, me please. Because <laughs> I didn't used to open up. Please, uh, because otherwise it's like how how is that per how is that person gonna understand? Yeah. How are they gonna help you? How are they gonna help restore you? Right. If you don't explain the why, mm -hmm. 
just like okay us, us ladies will be like well we don't like when a man do this or we don't like when a man why why do you not like that not generally speaking why women don't like it but why you don't like it what effect does it have on you so if you don't explain a why you can't expect a man to treat you to a certain treat, way you yeah. can't expect a man, to, a man to do the things that you're expecting if you don't explain why and he won't be able to it, it, it change whatever you don't like what he does he won't be able to change that because you haven't extended that grace or extended to, to and tell him what what you don't like with what he does and that's the same thing with men like sometimes with men we don't share our we don't share what what we feel we don't share what we don't like because we want our wife to be just happy go lucky i'm gonna just deal with it i don't feel like hearing the fuss argue but we have to as men start opening up and be like dear that's just come on dear Mine. you know we we have to make sure that we're opening up like i'm a uh, one woman uh i was looking at on tiktok i think she said that who are you looking at on tiktok <laughs> oh lord Jesus. i just wanted to say that but no um no <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah she she was saying that that you know women don't she was saying for from her perspective is that you know women usually don't want to hear about you know that they need improvement in a certain area from their man and so the man re usually don't share that because they don't want to uh they don't want to actually offend their wives and everything and it's not an offense it's just say hey in this area you need to improve but a man should not be afraid to speak to his wife and say you know hey this needs to be proven whatever but again as we are speaking it we have to say it with grace and that's the same thing with vice versa that's and right that, that comes which is not what you say it is how you say it how you say it and you have to you have to do it with grace because it extends that mercy and it extends the understanding it extends wisdom you know uh it extends all those things and when you when you when you when you work and operate in grace you operate in wisdom and it, it it affects your words it affects what you say and so that's why i say you know a lot of people you know just like i say for me in my experience you know like i say being out and outreaching on the streets you know it helped me to receive and i've been look y'all i've been studying the word of god since i was a teenager i've been reading the gospels i've been reading the books and this is why I always tell people that <clears throat> you have to continuously read the word because you are continuously growing yourself. And even, you know, like I just recently finished reading the book of Judges and I finished reading Proverbs. Those are the ones that God had me to read. But even though I read Proverbs before, you know, you know, and I read the book of Judges before, but I had to go back and read it and I got a different view of it this time but even extending to uh the people when i go out there and i see people and i see these things and and like with my wife um with the lady that was uh, she said that she opened up about her her alcohol um oh, thing. Uh. and so she opened up about that and she's a gospel singer but she has a problem there's something that she admitted that she has a problem with alcoholism. And she said that in front of that church, 
and she opened up about her problem and she said i need help and when people and are now it's out time like that, that, yeah. <laughs> for us as as as, as people as believers to extend to grace extend grace to extend grace to because in the help and who he's talking about is Leandria Johnson. Um, and she just no secret. It came out a couple of years ago that she has this problem with alcohol. Um, and she explains how she got into it or whatever, uh, what happened. Um, so you uh, listen to her testimony. But um, she was explaining about it. And it was like uh, at that conference, yeah, they expected her to come sing. They but wanted her gift. Right. They wanted her gift, but... She said, I can't. She said she came out there and sat down and and, and just talked. Just had some real talk. Yeah. Some real conversation. And she was just like, I, you know, I'm tired of dealing with this. Blah, blah, blah. She, she, she had to say it from her mouth instead of people making her go. She had to accept the fact that she had a problem. And acknowledge the fact that she had a problem. And then be in a place that she was ready to do something about the problem. Mm-hmm. So people had to extend they got to extend her their grace to her now because even when she did try to go originally a couple of years ago to aa or whatever i get help that she didn't get help she didn't stick with it because she wasn't ready she wasn't right. in a place so now it's time for people to extend grace now that she's saying that she's ready again extend that grace cover her in prayer if you can ex- you know help her uh in whatever way help her in whatever way uh, that will help restore her that'll restore. help lift her that'll help build her uh, and then she finally uh, sung part of Deliver Me. And that time when she sung it, it meant more than I yeah, believe yeah. that she sung it any other time. But see, some people wanted, like I, like I said. And as end, you said, that put, that's what people, people was ready. Was they, you know, they wanted to hear her sing. They wanted to But give. somebody yelled out, which was, which was, which was timing, which was divinely <laughs> orchestrated. Somebody yelled out to her, you're more than a song. Mm-hmm. They yelled uh, to remind her of who she is. That it's not a, just about your vocals. You are a child of God. You matter. And she had to. She had to be told that she yeah. needed to hear that from somebody who didn't even know her. That she didn't even know. Mm-hmm. She had to be told that to be reminded. And that just let her open that door for her to get her deliverance that she needed. Yes. So yeah. now this that she go through that process. Of, of being delivered from alcoholism that we extend our grace and for her to admit that's what helped the breakthrough mm-hmm. and sometimes we are too afraid to admit that we dealt with something or something got attached to us or mm-hmm. something uh tried to mess with me or i'm dealing with this in my mind i'm dealing with depression mm-hmm. or i'm dealing with this and when we don't admit it or own up to it what ends up happening is it that gives uh power to the enemy because now he got all that you know to to himself for you and it's because you're not opening the door for somebody else to come in and help i mean dude that's and i understand that you know you can't you know it's like hey man you can't share with everybody however you can you know uh you know get with somebody who is a believer who who does extend grace who does get out there and do what they're supposed to do for the lord and they will hear you and that's what she did 
she, you know she got out there you know and everything but like i said people were some people were ready to hear the gift but they didn't want to uh you know kind of you know help her get through that but then it, it changed because god had his way because she, she opened she was willing and opened mm -hmm. her heart and then what is so funny is that or just thinking about it is that she had to leave from what she was used to right. she went in the place of what she expect people to say what she expect people to do to a degree that she had to get out of the familiar area where she was flew all the way here all the way and then i even went and checked her uh because she was talking about that she was struggling before she even got there so i went and scrolled on facebook i was like wow she 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 had just posted like two hours before she walked in the door three hours before she two hours before she walked in doors that i'm having a hard time today she was already crying out for help Man. and she walked in and sat down and and uh uh, released her testimony and got her breakthrough and her deliverance and it was just it was amazing to see because she was in a place there that she wasn't going to be judged right she didn't have to worry about people you know saying something negative to her oh she being condemned <clears throat> right excuse me and because of the way that everybody's mindset was, the way that everybody's spirit was, or the majority, I should say, I can't say everybody, because I don't know how everybody is, was there, but because the atmosphere and God's anointing was set so much and high in that place, that she was able to get her breakthrough. Right. That she was able to get her deliverance because she was ready. You know, we say that we go to the, you know, the people, you see the same person at the altar all the time. Mm -hmm. Every time, because they they try to get there, they try, but they so something is she, is is keeping yeah, them from it. You got and I don't know up. how many people have probably prayed over her. How many one on one talks she might have had with somebody? All of those were seeds that people were planting, mm -hmm. and then she just got her breakthrough, as the Bible says that that. Uh, that uh once one plants the seed one waters, waters and one and god gives the increase. the increase so all of those times the people have been praying for her and and covering her supporting her those were seeds that were sown right and god did and and and, and uh and god gave the the increase they people were doing the seed and the water and then god gave the increase they increased that she broke the it, she she got her her breakthrough yeah so that the deliverance uh, um, can start that her that grace is being shown and as they say the struggle is real yeah. and people don't think about as you was telling people in the pool uh, uh, our leaders that we need to uh, extend grace to leaders that people forget about because of your status they forget that you're human yeah they forget that she is she's human yes she's a gospel artist she's this big time gospel artist, but she hurt but she was broke. She was she was bond. She was in bondage. She had things on her that she was dealing with. That's like people saying you can have all the money in the world, but if you if you if you're not happy, if you don't have joy, if your heart not right, then all the money doesn't matter. It don't matter. So money, material status like that doesn't matter. No, your status doesn't matter. It don't and matter. people forget that they get all caught up in this old oh, relationship goals. Oh, oh, I want to be like this person when I grow up and I like this. That you start envying all of these things that you just see.
based off of two minute clips, mm -hmm. based off of a picture that was posted. But you don't know what they're struggling with. You don't right. know what they're dealing with. You don't know what's going on behind behind the doors. You don't know what's going on off of social media. You don't know what they face day to day. That's why we always should have to extend grace to people. Yes. Yeah, because you just never know what place they're in. Now we and I watch this. I want you to see the difference in between these two because the difference is, like 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 uh, my auntie just said, the soil has to be prepared to accept the seed. Then the seed will grow. That's what I'm going to get into right there because her 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 soil, which is her soul, her heart, was ready to receive what was going to be given or what was going to be done that day. Now, we're not talking about people who openly continue to do wrong and then just say, I'm going to just dwell in it. Those type of people, God gave them over to reprobate mind. That's in Romans. He gave them over to reprobate mind. I'm not, I'm not trying to hear you because you are openly and pridefully sinning. Mm -hmm. You're going out there, you just doing what you want to do and you're not acknowledging the fact. However, watch this. Even though God gave them over to reprobate mind, which means he ignores, watch this. His grace still extends. <laughs> right. <laughs> his grace will. still extends. Let you come to this. him humbly. Because they, 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 they broke it and open. I bet you he coming. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Because watch this. Even though he's ignoring the fact <laughs> of what you're doing, yeah. but that's a part of his grace. Because watch this. If you turn towards him and put all that behind you, he's going to still accept you. So he's still right there. You know, that's why Jesus said that, hey, I'm at the door knocking. When you going to let me in? Jesus standing there doing this and you over there standing. Hello? Hey, man. Oh, I wish door. I could find that, that video because that ties in. There was this lady, this uh, this older lady. Um, this lady recorded her grandmother explaining that about standing at the that, that I'm standing at the door knocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's love. Exactly. Yeah, but that's she was explaining that. But go ahead, go. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean that's 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 exactly what it is, and we have to extend that, you know. So watch this: correction and discipline plus. I'm looking for the word, and I can't. It's right there on my tongue, and um, when and and correction, discipline. Uh, even when you when you judge, all that has to come with grace. That's why the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. So what does that mean? That means all the sins that you've done, love can cover that. What Jesus did on the cross, that's love. What he did for us, shedding the blood, becoming the sacrificial lamb, that's love. So that blood can cover a multitude of sins when you turn towards. So us as believers... When we come to when we come to to, to to Christ and watch this, if somebody is speaking and somebody is speaking a word and you get convicted, that's what conviction is love. When you get conviction, all conviction is because we sometimes we mistaken conviction for judgment and it's not. All conviction is is the Holy Spirit telling you this is what you are dealing with come to me and I will help you be free from that sin. What this speaker or teacher is talking about is something that you are dealing with and what you feel in your, your heart 
it's like, dang, you know, is this person judging me? No, it's that's the Holy Spirit within you. Because remember, we all are those of us who accepted Christ into our life. The Holy Spirit lives in within us and we all are temples and the Holy Spirit lives with inside. So that means when somebody is speaking the word and that conviction hit, that's the Holy Spirit talking. He's talking to you personally. So therefore, when the Holy Spirit talks to you, sometimes, and I'm I'm guilty, <clears throat> sometimes I would take it as you coming against me or you attacking me. No, that's just the Holy Spirit saying, listen to what he's saying. <clears throat> Receive it. Repent. And then allow me to set you free. Seriously. That's that's what that's about because Jesus paid for us. He, he he paid for our sins. He paid it all. And because he did, we have a choice either to turn to him or turn away. So we have a choice to either turn to him or turn away. So if we turn away, guess what? <clears throat> Remember Jesus standing right there. Nah. But, and he turning it now when we come back now the thing is this is why Jesus warns us that we have to stay on the narrow path because we don't know the day that he'll return now you don't want to be left here you want to go with the rapture right so we have to make sure that we don't fall asleep falling asleep mean I'm going to go do what I got to do and just forget following no 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 Jesus saying don't fall asleep keep watch Cause I'm gonna come like a thief in the night when you don't know. Snatch. <laughs> but you know, and, and that's the thing that we have to make sure that you know we understand that all of these things are a part of God's grace. You know, discipline, conviction, correction, all these things are a part of God's grace. And when we start receiving that, then that's when because I know like a lot of people out there, man, they don't want correction. They don't want it. Nah, they man, you judging me, man. Yeah, they don't. They you don't want it. it. They they want to say, hey, man, this is how I am. This is who I am, and it's like, nah, bro, that ain't who you are, you know. And 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 all that stuff, and it's like, man, you know what, man, I'ma just, you know, I'ma I'm extend my hand. I'ma just pray for you, man, and I'ma just go ahead because some people, all they know is their ways. And some people believe that there is nothing else but their way of doing things. And so we as believers have to make sure they see and understand that, hey, man, you used to be in church. Well, Jesus is talking to you and say, hey, man, you need to turn back on to him. So, you know, we have just have to extend that grace and extend that extend that mercy uh, uh, for everyone. And like I said, and, and just so we, we make this clear, we are not saying that it's okay to go out there and sin and then ask for forgiveness on your deathbed. That's not what we're saying. That's not that's not what we're saying. Don't, don't and, do that. and somebody told me that that hey man, because somebody literally told me that that hey man, I could sin all day and I'ma just ask for forgiveness on my deathbed. I'm planning to don't, do don't, it. Don't, don't don't do that. To live any type of way I want. Don't do that. And I'm just like, no, nah, bro, don't. Don't come don't on, do man. that. Don't. <laughs> That's you can go ahead, you know, you you can go ahead and ask, but I don't think you're gonna get the result that you're hoping nah, for. You you that mean you not you not building a relationship, you ain't you ain't doing none of that. And a lot of people like to use 
a lot of people like to use the the the, the thief on the cross, but Jesus knew his heart, and he expressed his heart to Jesus. Mind you, this guy was already afraid and he already accepted Christ as Lord and Savior because of what he said. So Jesus knew his heart. That's why Jesus came back and told him that, hey, man, I'm not going to forget you. You know, I'm going to remember you in paradise. So he was already building that relationship when he was out there on the cross dying with Jesus. But we have to remember, man, you have to have that relationship. You got to build. You got to sit. You got to build. You have to make sure you build that relationship as you living on this earth because, you know, God's grace is not to be abused. That's one thing. It's not to be abused. It's not to be disrespected. It's not to be sped upon. It, it's not, you know, it's to be respected and it's to be taken care of and to be used because remember, you know, he extended his grace to you so you can live for an eternal eternity with him in heaven. So, you know, trying to do your own thing and trying to do other stuff, man, and disrespecting other people, man, it just ain't right. But, but, um, do you have anything you want to add to that, dear? Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, but listen guys time has been well spent and I had to get up out the video earlier because the guy had to come and try to fix my stove my oven I'm trying to get that fixed before Thanksgiving come around so uh, I'm gonna have it done it's gonna be fixed so um, he already, he got, he got, all this air frying and 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 <laughs> Cook it on a stove with things. You, know, you, you sometimes you just be wanting to put it in the oven. Just throw it in the and, oven. And let it let it cook in the oven for about an hour, hour yeah. fifteen minutes, you know, and just, then then come back later. Do it in increments. But no. We gotta use the stove but the effort. No. Especially because I'm, I'm doing things. <laughs> Thank God. And we still got the stove. I mean the the yeah, the stove top and the air fryers and things, but exactly. no. Oh so, yeah, I'm admitting most definitely I'm doing things giving the house, so you know, we gotta Make sure it's Listen, right now. They gonna have to do something because this gotta work. This has gotta work. Twelve hours <laughs> on Thanksgiving. This has gotta work. Twelve hours, man. So y'all have fun. Enjoy. <laughs> Just save me a play. <laughs> But, but yeah man but yeah i just wanted to so to, on today's episode man i hope you guys enjoyed it uh if you haven't smashed that like button please smash that like button uh and please if you have not subscribed please subscribe and share share the podcast sharing is caring uh, nah, sharing because is caring. again man you know like i, 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 I just want to uh, who don't put that crystal tree up already oh, who, who put that tree up what what colors did you do just, just leave it in the comments. I'll look at it later. Okay, go ahead. So, my wife wants to know, what colors are you... The food was... Oh, because I was talking about the air fryer. Oh, that, oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the, the, yeah, so my wife want to know what colors Christmas trees y'all doing this year or whatnot. What what are your colors? Uh, what, what are your colors? Why don't you share with them what your colors? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Why, why, how they gonna no. share? You ain't gonna share. Because I can do that. I already got my just trust me. I ain't gonna take your color. You're starting a fire. No. No, that's that. Just let, let that question marinate. Come, we'll talk about it another time. Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> what we gonna do, because it is, uh, it's already November, and of course, you already know Black Friday is 
coming up. And you know what, guys? It's been, already been a full year since we did t- uh, had that podcast up. And I think oh, I have about oh, uh, oh, 60 oh, subscribers. Hey, hey. So it's, it's been a Hey, lesson. I thought we celebrated that already. Yeah, no, but a, a full year, though, because we, we back around to. So thank you, Sarah. And uh, we back around to November again. And we already did a, a uh, we already did a a uh, November episode last year. So we're gonna do another one this year. And I'm thinking about doing it. Uh, Black Friday is on the 25th, of course. We'll so we'll yeah, so uh, we'll let we, y'all know next week. Or he'll let y'all know next week. Sometime up the toy up in there. I, I'll probably on the 18th. We can do it on the 18th. We're going to have an episode and then give our gift cards uh, on the 18th. We will be live next Friday. Uh, so, y'all stay tuned for that. We will be live next Friday. But on the 18th, we're going to be talking about savings and Black Friday. And we're going to be giving our prizes. So, all y'all who on here who watch this, man, make sure you tune in on the 18th. And, and next Friday. Tune in next Friday. But thank you guys for your support and everything and i hope and pray that this was a blessing episode i pray that you receive something from it i pray that god spoke spoke something into your hearts and everything because i know he spoke to me and my lovely wife so uh god bless you guys y'all enjoy your friday evening and until we meet again tj's 100 real talk sign off for the night peace <laughs> Have a good night.